0: Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, this is Judy from Nutrition with Judy. So, today we're going to talk about exercise and what exercise is recommended on a carnivore diet. So, when I was a low fat vegetarian with um, some fish, uh, also known as a pescatarian, I used to go to the gym at least 4 to 5 times a week. Um I would be on the elliptical for uh let's see, I would be on the elliptical for um two no, like 1 hour a day, probably a little bit more than that. Um I'd run on the treadmill for at least 3 miles or I'd go swimming at least 30 minutes a day and um now I don't exercise that much, or at least to that amount, and I realize we don't need to, um, but I do do a little bit of high intensity exercise every day. So I'll, um, I definitely try to walk as much as I can, but I'll also do like squats and high knees, uh, running in place, uh, running up the stairs, um, that type of good stuff. Um, you know, and. Um, I think as we get older, we really need to make sure that we're um, not having muscle loss because it's so important. But also for um, bone growth, um, you know, we don't talk about this much, but bone remodeling, it's where um, a lot of our old uh, bone tissue is being um, broken down and destroyed and new tissue, bone tissue is constantly um, being created. And so normal bone growth and formation depends on um, multiple things, multiple things such as a uh, Hormones and vitamins and minerals and nutrients, um, but it also depends on weight bearing exercises. So, you know, any movement in that sense is really helpful. So, the more you stretch your bones out and just you're not sedentary, the more you'll be able to properly um, support um, new bone growth. And I think that's so important, especially as we get older and the risk of osteoporosis. Um, Another point I'd like to make about bones as we're talking about this is that sugar is very, very acidic uh, in terms of um, how it affects the pH in your blood. So the more um, sugar you consume, your blood becomes more acidic. And so what ends up happening is the calcium from your bones is being stripped so that it could make your blood pH more alkaline instead of acidic. And so that's why, just a tip, but when you um, get your blood tested and they're like, oh, your calcium uh, numbers are great, yes, yes, they are checking your blood, but your blood is the last, I mean, it's, it's the priority like your pH has to be perfect in terms of calcium and that balance of uh, um, alkalinity and uh, acidity. It has to be in this very, very tight window for pH in your blood. And so really the place you should check for calcium is your bones because your bones will be the last place where um, it'll show like the calcium deficiency and that test is not really done by a lot of doctors. So yeah, the more you know, um, definitely move. Uh, make sure that you know you're supporting your uh, body by eating nutrient dense meals um, and that you're getting a lot of those uh, micro and macronutrients and you're, you know you're making sure you're getting enough sleep. You're not being stressed. You're eating in a very sympathetic or parasympathetic state of like rest and relaxation. And so that you're digesting your food, but also that you're having movement so that you will then have strong bones so that, um, and it could sustain you for the rest of your life. Let me know if you have any comments. Give me questions. Leave some posts and comments. All right, guys. Thanks for everything. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast.